Hey, this is Ollie. Welcome to The Meta Project. This podcast is being built to intelligently upgrade how you look and feel so your body never holds you back. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with hundreds of clients to become industry leaders in mind and body. If you want to transform your body, upgrade your energy, and dive deeper into understanding long-term health and performance, then this podcast is for you. I hope you get a ton of value out of these and subscribe. What's up, ladies and gents? We are on. Uh, we're live. Good to see Hope you've all had an incredible week. For most people, this is uh, everyone back into things. Uh, but just wanted to dive in. And uh, today's going to be a good one, I hope. I hope you get a lot out of it. Um, it's going to really be a bit of a background on gut health, on understanding a bit more about how we get our body back on our side, right? We, most men in this group, understand that another fad diet is not the way forward. They understand that their body is or has been slowing down. They've understood that maybe age is, is a factor in that. And they've started to understand that if they're going to look at long-term health, they've got to look at how they get their body back on their side. Okay. You can feel good and lose 10 kilos, or you can feel shitty and lose 10 kilos. But there's only one that lasts, and that's really what I want to dive into today, okay? And the reason this hopefully really plays a role in something that's quite helpful for you is looking at this big picture of very much what I just said, right? Looking at getting your body on your side rather than working against your body and trying to work harder and harder and harder and things not working and then being really resistant to that change. And where I really came into that and really noticed that uh, first off was when I was actually working as a, as a personal trainer in a gym, right? And I'd been working with a lot, a lot of clients there and, and I'd, I'd really dived into the exercise science standpoint and movement and getting an idea of how can we make the most effective, the perfect workout, right? So that time, every time, you know, and I think you probably know this by now, it's a bit of a personality thing and, and probably you resonate with that yourself. Like if you're going to do something, you're going to do it right. And for me and in, in being as a self-employed personal trainer, I wanted to make sure that I was bringing that best possible service. I invested into the best experts I could find at the time and really understanding what that looked like rather than just digesting from a, a you know, like um, looking at a test textbook, getting an idea of what they look like and then trying to use that in the real world. There's quite a lot of stuff that doesn't really work there. So what I was trying to do is really understand how that applied to the person I was talking to. And I started, you know, as this started to build up, I was training other coaches around the country and really looking at, okay, it's not just three sets of 10 or it's not doing burpees or doing a bench press. It's how can we really move and build this progression? And all that made sense. It was all, all great. And uh, I think we, we, you know, guys were getting stronger. Guys were performing better. They were building a lot of balance and structure and integrity. And I think all of that is really, really helpful. And we certainly see their lifts go up and their progress in the gym was great. I was always getting great reviews on that side. But the trouble that I was seeing was I'd see the, uh, my, my most frequent clients or my long-term clients come back in week after week and they weren't changing in regards to the body fat changes or the, the body composition in general that they were coming to me for. It wasn't improving as much as I wanted to, to, right? And because I was focusing so much on these perfect workouts, right, why are they not changing? But as we started to really dive deeper into this and understand what was going on, you start to realize that if we're only looking after one hour of our day or 30 minutes of our day, but we're not taking into account the stress, the sleep quality, the foods they're eating, some level of structure and mindfulness and really getting them in a, a state of being ready to train, actually recover, respond from those workouts, 
that's something that I got absolutely obsessed with, right? Making sure that even if that that client was only in the gym for me with me for 30 minutes, now we were starting to control these other aspects and clients were starting to really improve so much quicker because we were spending 20, 30 minutes plus of an hour session talking about gut health, talking about sleep, starting to really look at the bigger picture of what they came to me for, which was more energy, better moods, uh, dropped body fat, confidence, all these things that mattered. And where I thought I could work them harder and harder and harder in the gym to burn that fat off, I was actually working against a body that was fragile and it was really under-recovered, malnourished, and not able to really respond. Okay, so this is really the biggest concept that this whole meta project movement is around is this understanding that it doesn't matter how much effort we put into another diet, another training program. If the body's not healthy, the gut's not on our side, and obviously the gut is that center to that overall holistic health, then we're really not going to be able to make most of these other things that we try to do, right? Whether that be the diet or, or the training, because if our body is healthy at a cellular level, right, right down to that mitochondria, we may actually notice that that damage shows a bigger fluctuation in weight. And if anyone watching this call has been through that fad, they've been up, they've been down, and it's happened a couple of times over and over again, you might notice that you can actually drop weight quite quickly, but you can also put it on much quicker as well, right? And this is really a sign of a really unhealthy body at a, at a cellular level is understanding how do we get this body more constant, right? Really finding a level of homeostasis where our body actually finds a really comfortable, healthy weight. We're able to start dropping weight down slowly. We don't jump back up really quickly, right? And this is something that every diet under the sun is setting you up for failure because what we're looking at is quick wins, quick loss, trying to lose 20 kilos in a month, right? Like, it's good if you've got a, a wedding, last minute wedding, hopefully it should be planned, but you know some sort of shoot that you're trying to get done and that's the only goal. But if you're trying to do it for long-term health, confidence, feeling good in your own skin, performance, all these things that hopefully are probably higher on your ladder, it really doesn't make any sense, right? So we're trying to look at the bigger picture of, yes, we want to drop this 10 kilos. We want to drop this body fat. We want to improve our energy. There's mental sharpness, all these things, but it's no longer really about the abs. It's more about how we feel, how we look, how we're able to go for that mountain bike, how we're able to just wake up with a level of energy. Hopefully that's resonating with you because it's looking at this longevity aspect. We not only add five years to your life, but we improve the quality of those years there. Now that's a bigger picture. That's hopefully that holistic view. So if we have that view and you resonate with that picture, we now need to change your approach towards that, right? Which is not chucking on another diet, suffering through that process, seeing your energy drop, seeing um, favorite foods be taken out of diet, whatever else coming through. The change here is trying to look at how do we get the body healthy right down to that cellular level so we don't just have these massive drops, all these massive increases. It's a case of those steady drops and really enjoying that process. A sustainable approach, we feel more energetic, we feel structurally aligned, and we really feel like it's something we could do long-term because we feel better for it. Why would we not? Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. So now we start looking at a different approach. We look at what are those true levers that are actually holding us back, right? Really making sure that if we understand getting our body down to a level of body fat we feel comfortable comes from getting the body healthy first and then seeing these things uh, of, you know, better nourishment, better recovery, better sleep quality. The byproduct of that is now these benefits of better energy, lower body fat. The biggest lever I think that's there, and most people would probably 
agree with us is this understanding of stress. Okay. Now, before you, you know, phase out of that one and think, yeah, I know I'm stressed. Like that's a big one. It's like, okay, where is that stress coming from? Because yes, there's stress from a work situation. There's stress from a family, a financial, a stuck in traffic situation. And that's definitely valid. That in itself is hugely destructive and one of the biggest things that is causing obesity across the world. Guaranteed. But there's a second part to that that makes all of this so much harder. And that's the stress that's internally caused, right? And it's the stress from the foods we're eating. It's the stress from the way we're eating, right? We're just inhaling food. It's looking at that lack of consciousness around food. So we're starting to look at understanding that stress. And if we can start to, that's really where I want to go today. I hope you're staying with me on this one, but trying to look at this symptoms, these signs that are coming through that are showing this level of stress in the body, okay? And what we're essentially is causing inflammation, this chronic inflammation that is is really, really the bigger pandemic of what is causing obesity and poor health in general, right? It's really the center of disease. It's the center of um, all these things coming through because we have this chronic inflammation that's just causing everything else to break down, to not function the way it should. So looking and asking yourself, what are those signs that come up for you directly? Okay, because that can come to fruition in a couple of different ways. The first one might be feeling bloated. The next one might be constantly feeling tired off certain foods. The next one might be congestion of the nose and, and more phlegm coming through, right, through the nose or mouth or wherever it's coming through. It could be gassy, it could be that flatulence coming through, right? You're just clearing out a room every time you let rip. And really understanding that that's something you've really got to pay attention to because it's not normal, right? It's some, Well, it's normal. It's not good for you. And that, I think, is a, a clear distinction. I, I can go down a whole other rabbit hole is this understanding of, yes, because it's normal doesn't mean it's optimal, okay? And it's the same we see with blood work. Testosterone markers are going into the, into the trash. So we're seeing... The, doc the doctor's regulations or the medical system's regulations actually drop. So now it's just normal to have low testosterone, even though we want to really keep those up. We're seeing normal as being overweight by 10, 20 kilos, and we just look at it as that's part of old age. It's okay. If you want to keep your body healthy, you do want to have those quality years, then we don't want normal. We want optimal, and we want to be back at that high level. Okay, And hopefully that's something that you want for yourself. That's something that's a, a key driver to help you move forward, and hopefully while you're watching today's Today's cool. But just making sure that a big part of that is that stress, that aspect of really building things back. Now, another part of stress that comes through, and obviously our main, hopefully you know this, our main stress hormone being uh, cortisol is one of those key things that I think is actually masking a lot of the detrimental impacts that come through when people jump onto a new diet or try make these big changes in January. And they, it takes a couple months before they see those things really come to fruition as a problem. Okay. An example here could be something like jumping on a vegetarian diet or even a fasting diet. You might actually feel good for two, three, four, maybe even six weeks because the body is malnourished. The body is lacking these nutrients that it is being so used to having, right? This constant overconsumption, you take out a food group, you naturally are going to be at a deficit, right? It's, it's the, the core nature of a lot of diets. There's nothing out, outside of the main logic that is just, hey, let's remove a food group, let's shorten the eating window, whatever it might be, right? Keto, fasting, uh, vegetarian, they're all going to be along those lines. So 
paleo, all the rest. I'm not just excluding those, but specifically things like vegetarian, we see people, you know, actually feel good for like say four, six weeks. And it's because these elevated stress hormones like cortisol are just running on this adrenaline. It's like, when am I going to get my full next nutrient meal? And then we start seeing things start to deteriorate after six months, 12 months, 18 months, things start to get really bad. All right. And if you're 20 years old, you can see these get away. You can get away with it a lot much longer. Usually if you're older, there's a higher level of muscle breakdown. There's a higher level of deterioration anyway. So if you're not keeping on top of those, you start to really see those symptoms come through. And I might even take, take that back with younger people that don't notice it as much, but the time and time again, I've seen this affect hormone cycles. I've seen this affect um, obviously mood and, and energy and all these other things coming through and people's cognition that that memory aspect starts to go as well but what we're coming back to is this this overall concept of stress if cortisol is elevated we naturally by a just cause and effect of of high cortisol we're going to break down more muscle tissue we're going to increase our fat storage and now even what we eat regardless of how healthy that is is now going to be stored as or much more likely to be stored as body fat Okay, so the biggest thing here is looking at that stress component in regards to the external factors, what we're eating, what we're stressed out about at work, whatever that might be. If we're elevating cortisol, that's already affecting at a cellular level, how or a molecular level, how we digest food, how we break that down, how we absorb or not absorb that food. But then the second part of the stress of internally when we do digest that food, how our body reacts, how it responds to what we've eaten. Okay. So stress is one of those key underlying points that I want to at least emphasize today and really is at the core of a lot of the gut health that we teach is it's not another probiotic. It's not another kombucha because a lot of the time they actually make it worse if our bacteria and, and these imbalances are coming through is we're just making the problem worse. We have to look at these root causes, whether external or internal, we're looking at stress. Okay. So the big thing here, if you want to get your gut health back on track, you want to get your body back on track and really start to build a process here is really looking at the rebuild rather than just the mask effect. And if you want to really get this body back on your side, you want to look at the sustainability element of this, identifying what those stresses are for you internally and externally to move forward and really build a healthy gut, build, rebuild that gut lining. So you're absorbing foods, not just seeping these toxins into the body. You start to see all organs and hormones function and fire better, right? If we have a poor gut, we have poor mood, we have poor cognition, we have poor liver function, like all of these things come through and are tied to the gut, right? But if we start to respect this aspect of stress and how that impacts the gut, now we're able to really move forward, okay? Now, tie this all full picture. Now we come back to that training approach, right? And we're looking at effective workouts and how to do this and that. If we have that body walking in that is healthy, has a repaired gut lining, has a has a healthy um, cellular, you know, cellular health in general, now we're looking at a body that can recover, can respond, because we have a system that is able to handle stress because it doesn't have such a systemic overload of stress already within it okay so if you want to respond and move forward there has to be a base and level of resiliency there in order to be able to move forward okay build the base reshuffle that focus think about how you can reduce stress recover slow down build a nice foundation rather than looking at the increase right look at society in general we're looking at increasing caffeine we're looking at increasing pre-workouts every second corner has a coffee shop on it but what are we doing to calm the body down at the end of the day? And what I mean by that 
is actually something that's helpful. Alcohol is not calming the body. It's just telling us to be tired and then we're getting really poor quality sleep. We're waking up tired and then we need caffeine and we have this cycle, okay? How can we calm the body down? Are we taking time to ground ourselves, to get outside in actual sunlight rather than artificial lights all the time? Are we taking that time to get away from screens in the last couple of hours a day, right? These things seem little biohacking things as a little sprinkle on the cake, but these are the cake, right? These are the foundations that create recovery, recreate that, that rebuild and resiliency of the body and the gut, and we can start to move forward from there. Okay, so I've got it given you a lot there. I hope that's something that you can digest. I hope you can really extract that value from that and you can really move forward, understanding that with a body that's healthy and on your side, everything else becomes easier from there. Okay, hope that's helpful. If you want to, uh, if you want help diving into this more, you want to understand, you know, what that stress truly is for your body and why you're not moving forward, uh, then I'll, I'll add a link below this video. You can book a call in with one of our time, our team, and they can walk you through, you know, what's going on, where are those obstacles, help isolate what those issues are for you, and really start helping move, helping you move forward. So, hope you've had a great week so far, team. I know you're all uh, jumping back into it, and uh, hopefully, loving life. Uh, if you're not enjoying work, then hey, there's a stress already. Let's see what we can do to uh, really up your game this year and make sure that you're taking into account all the aspects that uh, come into full health. Because if the, the mindset's not there, you, well, let's look at this. You can't change your body without changing your mind first. And that ability to have a healthy outlook, a healthy mindset is always going to impact how the body feels as well. So uh, that's my final thought for today. I hope I've given you something there to really chew on and uh, we'll talk again soon, team. See ya. This episode was brought to you by The Med Project, an industry leaders in smarter health and performance. Thanks for tuning in. Don't take your attention lightly. If you love this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could just share with one friend who you feel would benefit. If you want to check out more from us, then just search Hollywood on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We'll see you next time. Stay sharp.